Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. I serve as our North Campus pastor, as well as our online pastor. I want to say thank you for joining us here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where we desire to model for you what it's like to read the word of the Lord, the Bible, on an everyday basis so that we get in God's word, God's word gets inside of us, and God's word comes out of us or changes us so that we live like Christ every day of our lives. We're here in the book of Revelation. If you don't have our reading plan, you can just scroll to the show notes below and you'll find a link there to get our reading plan, screenshot it, print it off, whatever you need to do. We want to journey through the New Testament here in 2023, and we are in the last book of the Bible, but we uh, not the last book that we will read. We still have Matthew yet here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Um, two things I want to remind you of that's coming up this weekend here at Fellowship Community Church. Uh, the first is Harvest Weekend, where we are desiring for all of our campuses to get together on like a Friday, Saturday, and then culminating on Sunday to be intentional of, of, of increasing the intensity of our ears and our eyes and our heart being sensitive to hearing the word of the Lord speak to us so that we can live life changed and transformed to have a personal revival that leads into a, uh, really we're desiring to see like a, a communal, a valley-wide, the Roanoke Valley-wide revival of seeing people's lives changed and transformed. So if you want more information about all the events that are coming with the Harvest Weekend, uh, just click on the show notes below. Uh, and the last one is our parent-child dedication class. If you've never dedicated your children to uh raising them in the ways of the Lord and to the church. Uh, it's a great opportunity for our Kids Life Ministry to come alongside you and to uh, train you to show you, hey, what are some ways that uh, we as parents who are discipling our kids, we are called to be the number one disciplers of our kids, not the church. It's not the church's responsibility to disciple our kids, but the parents' responsibility. But yet the church comes alongside of, of parents. So I want to invite you to, become, uh, to come to our Parent Child Dedication Workshop and dedicate your kids to raising them up in the ways of the Lord and having the church come alongside you in that. So we're here in Revelation chapter 12. Levi, before we do open up in Revelation 12, uh, what memory is the most profound to you when you think of like kind of your childhood and growing up? Uh, I remember first grade. My teacher pulled me out of class and told me that my dad had fallen out of a tree and broken his leg. Um, Y'all don't know my dad is Dennis Duff and my mom's Beth Duff. They attended North Campus. And my dad, when I was growing up, um, certified arborist and, and tree worker. He had his own tree care business. And one day he was up in a tree tied up. He was in a fork tree and the fork broke out that he was tied into and he ended up falling. And they think he fell on his chainsaw handle because when he, he was by himself and when he kind of came to his chainsaw handle was busted and his femur was broken in four places. Um, so the next six months, I just remember a lot of, um, he had to have surgery. He had a rod put down the length of his, of his femur, the broken femur. Um, it was a really tough time for our family, but I, it's a very vivid memory for me of my first grade teacher telling me that happened. And kind of a sour one, to be perfectly honest, because like, obviously I'm in first grade and kind of torn up about it, and, but I felt like she was kind of cold about it. And she's like, well, don't worry about it. God's in control. And like, in the grand scheme of things, Sure, but I'm like a like a seven year old first grader. It's like, well, what does that mean for me now? My dad's in the hospital, so everything turned out fine. 
But it was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those things that yeah. just did, like if you're talking about childhood and just a memory that sticks out, that's definitely one of them. Yeah, and it was course changing. I guess would say for yeah. your family as a whole. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Dad ended up. I mean, he had to sell the business. It, like he'd only been up for like two years and was already profitable, and sold all of his equipment, and had a dump truck and everything. So pretty wild stuff. Yeah. If you ever at their house, ask them to see the rod. He still has the rod and the, he does. He's got bolts. it on the little display thing in a coffee table right <laughs> next to his seat. <laughs> <laughs> kind of morbid, good. but pretty, really cool. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of how we roll, man. <laughs> All right, Levi, as we open up here in Revelation chapter 12, what was the verse that, uh, that the Holy Spirit illuminated to you that you highlighted and wrote down? Um, the, the verses 10 and 11, uh, they read, and I had heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God, and they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they love not their lives even unto death. Mm, all right, so explain what's going on here and all that's being said, who's speaking all this. And yeah, so um, Revelation, uh, as we talked about yesterday, kind of came to 11 where... John was doing a almost play-by-play of the end times versus or chapters 12 to 15, 16. He kind of takes a break in that and starts to explain some other things that happened, not necessarily in like chronological order. In the first part of the chapter, he's talking about the woman and the dragon, basically talking about there's a woman who symbolizes Israel and there's a dragon that comes along who symbolizes Satan. And then the woman has a baby who is Jesus. And it talks about kind of the interaction and all of that. And then we get into the part where this chapter is and these verses that I chose where we're seeing Satan thrown down to earth, not the first time, but in a great battle. Mm -hmm. And at this point, after the great dragon, Satan was thrown down. Then we see uh, or just hear a loud voice saying this part that I just wrote about the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of Christ has come and starting to shout out the praises of God after a great victory. Mm, yeah, a lot going on here, and, and yeah. I guess we should say also, say, probably on the outside of Revelation to begin with, like there's so many unknowns to this book. And it's, yes. Uh, one of those, like we can't say that for definitive, and I'm always weary of people when they're like, this is how it happens. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm this is weary. what we think happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is exactly. the, the best interpretation of what we got right now. Yeah, exactly. That's good. So as you, you explained it, um, what are some points of application you think from here in this text for uh, believers and followers of Jesus? I think the application here is Christ overcomes no matter what the circumstance, no matter the situation. Cause here we see like the great battle and the explanation of this is when Satan is, is in heaven. And, and once again, trying to, to overthrow God and there's this huge battle. And in the end, Christ wins, Christ overcomes the great, the power that he has is unfathomable for us as Christians, and then for us to realize this is the God and the Savior who fights for us. Mm. I think we see in a lot, in some parts of Scripture, it says that we are more than conquerors through Christ. And for me, it always is like, well, what does that mean? If, we're, if, there, if you're a conqueror, that implies that there is something to be conquered, mm. that there is going to be conflict. And if there's a conflict, there's always the chance that you're going to lose. But if you're more than a conqueror, that means you can't lose. <laughs> That's yeah. what when we see circumstances like this, where it says that the authority of Christ has come. That's such an amazing phrase. Of all of a sudden, Satan thinks he's got this thing under control, but th- when the authority of Christ rolls up, he's done. Mm. 
Yeah, Bounce Me, I, I love the song. We sang it at our one worship here a few weeks ago. Uh, what a beautiful name. And there's a part in there that says, like, in, um, he has no rival. Yes. And he has no equal. And uh, one Sunday, I probably made a mistake, and I said, yeah, it's kind of like Virginia Tech and UVA. Virginia Tech doesn't have a rival. <laughs> yeah. it, they've always beaten UVA. <laughs> I think, like, the next year, UVA yeah. won. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, like, when you look at it, like, Christ has not. I, I do want to ask this question, because yeah. when you look in here, uh, as you were reading verse... Um, Verse 10, it sounds a lot like the Great Commission. Now, I have all authority that's been given to me. Now I give it to you. Yeah. Do you see any correlation there? Have any thoughts of that? Or was like, oh, no, not really. No, I haven't. I hadn't thought of that, but it's true. Like, I have all the authority and now I'm passing it on. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's definitely kind of a correlation and we just see the congruity of God throughout scriptures. Yeah, that's good. Uh, So as you look at that, uh, the application points here, what was your personal R response to this text today, Levi? My personal response to this was just praise of just seeing this and being like, we serve such a great God that in a passage that we think what we know what kind of what's happening. <laughs> we think we understand the symbolism. Mm. We may not, but the obvious answer is Christ overcomes. Mm. And how can you not praise Jesus when you hear that, when you see like this, the conflict and the stuff that we may not even be aware of in the, in the idea of spiritual war that Christ overcomes. Even as you look into that verse 12, therefore rejoice. Yep. 